Hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We, we give you glory, we give you praise this morning. For we feel your presence in this house, Lord. Thank you for the unmeasurable joy that you give us, Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here, Lord. I pray that this service will be for your glory, that we stand in know of you, that we recognize who you are, King of kings and Lord of lords, that everything we do in this place this morning is for your glory, Lord. Glorify yourself today, Lord. I pray for every single person in this house, Lord, that they will experience your love, the unmeasurable joy that is to know you and to have you in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Ooh, we're feeling good, aren't we? It's like this is amazing. I've been away for two weeks, so I'm really excited to be back home because this is, this is you know, it's natural once you get here and... You experience God's presence and the voice singing and, and the words. You just feel um, you feel so so happy, like we were feeling this morning as we were dancing. So it's good it's good to be home. And um, the the last few weeks, I've been um, I've been putting more effort into my prayer time uh, because I realized I wasn't really dedicating. Um, enough time. Sometimes it was a bit of a rush prayer, and that's not what I want. I don't want to rush things for God. I want to give Him quality time, you know. And through those prayers, um, now they're becoming more of a um, gratefulness prayer communication where I feel so thankful uh, to God for everything uh, He's done in my life, everything I have, every single person in my life. And one of those people or subjects that came in my prayer is my friends. You know, I'm so grateful for the friends God has given me. You know, he's a good father and he fulfills every need and he knows that we need friends, you know. So um, one example is before I went on holiday, um, I needed a friend's help. <laughs> um, I've got two little parrots at home and I had no one to leave my parrots with. But I have a very good friend called Maria, who's sitting at the back. <laughs> Praise God for her friendship. And she came and sorted everything out for me, picked up my birds, and she looked after them whilst I was away. So that's, I gotta thank God for those things, you know, because every little detail he takes care of. He knows how much I love my birdies as well. So I, I thank God for that. And, and the other thing is, um, a few, two weeks ago, actually, on um, Easter's day, um, the Latin American Christian community was in a bit of a mourning state, a bit of pain, because one of our great worshippers, um, he went to glory. So it's, it's quite hard, you know. Um, as humans, we feel the pain, you know, like Jesus would do, but spiritually we know where he's going, so it's that joy as well. But um, this was a 47-year-old uh, preacher, worshiper, you know, one of those that you see and you just want to stand up and, you know, just transfer all that joy and all that glory. And, and, and he struggled with cancer for two years, and at 48 years old, he went to God's glory on that very day where we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, you know, it was a bit of mixed emotions, and it made me remember um, our very good friend, Joanna, as well, who went to see the Lord, and how much that was a bit painful, but also how much it brought us close so close in unity, it really spread the love here. It, makes us, it made us really strong as a church. So friends are really important. 
friends are important and in fact friendships is one of God's desires for our lives that we have friendships you know uh, friendship is a relationship and God is the maker of relationships he is his nature is relationship that's why he created us so that we could relate to him so that's really important um, and then I wanted to look a little bit more at what the word friendship actually means because we have a lot of friends, you know, we have friends at work or friends at, in, in, in our families or, you know, we know a lot of people, but can we really call everyone a friend? Well, I wanted to look at the meaning of friendship. Um, and I guess I'm touching on these things because as we continue to walk in Christ, um, I think we need to cover every corner of our lives through his word, you know, every, every part, every relationship is really important. So um, that's what the Lord gave me really uh, to talk about. So I look for the meaning of friendship and it says, friendship is personal affection, pure and shared with someone else and that grows with spending time with each other. So I guess we can all uh, agree on that, that we have good friends that we've known since school or you know, even friends we've known a few years ago, but the only reason why we become really good friends is because we spend time with each other. It says that friendship is also an interpersonal bond. So it's a bond, that's why sometimes with some friends, we just feel them like family, we feel them, we learn to love them, you know, even more than some of our family members. So it's an interpersonal bond. In the Bible, we see a lot of friendships. We see friendships, you know, we see the disciples being friends. We see Jesus being the good friend for the disciples. Uh, we see Paul, when he writes the letters, uh, he calls dear friends, you know, there's like this love, dear friends, you know, so it's really important. And then we see friends like Job's friends, where they were friends, but they were not exactly good friends. Why not? Because when Job went through everything he had to go through, when he lost everything, his friends told him to cast God, you know, to curse God. So these were supposed to be his friends. So it's important that we understand who can we really call a friend. Um, and then I went a little bit farther and I looked for the meaning of true friendship true friendship. So it says, someone that has your back, someone that stands up for you. When other tries to hurt you emotionally or physically, they do everything they can to make sure you stay safe. They will defend you and love you anytime and anywhere. So I think when I read about true friendship, I'm just thinking of one man that is true friend and has done every single thing for me in this list. We can only think about Jesus. And we know, as I said at the beginning of this message, that God wanted us to have a good friend. When we were in the prayer this morning, uh, we were saying that um, Jesus is not just our savior and our king, he's all those things, but he's also a model, he's also an example. And friends are usually of example. They, are, have, they influence our decisions, they, uh, Yes, they have an impact on the things we do. And, and God wanted us to have a true friend because, we, because he knows that in our human nature, we can all fail to each other and we can all cause harm and pain, but that we would have someone we could completely rely on. 
so I'd like to start in the word, just to describe a bit what is having Jesus as a friend on Isaiah 9, 6, 7. Okay, Isaiah 9, 6, only 6, we're going to read only number 6. So it says, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. So I'd like to touch on Wonderful Counselor, the concept of counselor. You know, as I said before, there are times where we need advice. We don't know what to do. We are in a situation, could be good or bad, but we just need to make decisions. And a lot of the decisions we make, if not all of them, will have an impact, will have a consequence. So we want to make good decisions all the time. And one place we can go to for good decisions is Jesus. Jesus is the good counselor. Jesus is the one who reveals the truth of the Father. Jesus is the one who listens to us. He has the time. He wants to listen to us. He wants, he wants to know what is troubling us. He wants to take care of all, of all our worries. And he wants to, to give us his light. His, 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 his light, um, what do you say? Uh, yeah, he, want, he wants to take the heaviness of our problems and exchange his for us, you know, which is light, is soft. So a good friend, we can go, we know we can trust, we can go with the deepest thoughts. We don't have to be embarrassed to go in front of our friend and say, I've done this or I'm struggling with that. We can just go and be clean with him, we can be clear. And he will send us, he will give us the good advice. When I, was, when I didn't know the Lord, my friends, uh, they told me I should dress like this or I should do these things and it was up to me really to accept that advice uh, but I followed that you know because they had influence over me and I was very naive at the time as well and I'm sure they didn't mean it uh, for bad but um, I followed on that advice and it took me in the wrong way you know it took me on the, in the wrong direction but with Jesus we know that it will take us through the, the, the way we should be walking. Amen. So Jesus is the wonderful counselor. Uh, Jesus also um, makes us happy. I think we can all say from this morning, the joy is immeasurable. It's amazing. It's amazing because little things like that is what we struggle with. These are the everyday things that we experience in our lives. So knowing that even though I have all these problems at work and all these problems at home, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Knowing that the Lord is with me, that the Lord is my friend, that the Lord is my savior, my king, that gives me joy. I, that's how I express my joy. That's what became my strength, really, to know that he loves me. That was the, the, the base of everything, to know that Jesus loves me. Because again, our nature is a nature where we were made out of love. That's why we need love. And Jesus gives extreme love, unmeasurable love. It says, the word says, we, can, we will never comprehend how big his love is. So it makes us strong, the joy of knowing the Lord. In fact, Nehemiah 8.10 says, do not grieve. 
do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So, you know, I, I just want to encourage you because that's what friends do as well. We encourage each other. And encourage each other, encouraging each other in the ministry is really important. Uh, I've been encouraged to stand here. I've been encouraged to speak to other people outside. I've been encouraged to pray. I've been encouraged to fast. If it wasn't for my good friends that have encouraged me, I'm not sure I would have taken that much action. We, we have to be honest about this. There's a lot of influence. So we know that the influence in this house is an influence that comes from Jesus, from the word, from the true friend. So if you're going through something really difficult this morning or these times, do not grieve. Remember this, this promise, this word, Nehemiah 8.20. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And in fact, that made me think of this worshiper I was talking about at the beginning of the service. He was only 48, you know, he had three teenager children, his wife, whole life ahead. His heart of worship was amazing, you know, one of those angels, you know. But it also made me realize that at the end of the day, he's a winner because he endured the battle, he endured the fight, and he's won, he's earned the prize of now being with Jesus Christ. So that should be our joy. And that's what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on knowing that tribulations we will have, problems we will have, trials we will face, but the ultimate joy comes from knowing that if we endure, if we carry on striving, pushing, pressing, we will get to that moment too. We will get to that price where for eternity we'll experience that joy we felt this morning, but 10,000 times stronger. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So the other thing is Jesus as a friend, his companion. So Jesus never leaves us alone. You know, it says on Matthew 1.23, Matthew 1.23, <clears throat> look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So again, Jesus is the representation of God being with us. God is with us. Jesus is with us. And the word says that they are one. So if you feel lonely, if you feel left out, Jesus is a good companion. Sometimes it's better to be just with Jesus than with people that are not of good influence to you. So Jesus fulfills it all. Amen. And then we have in Proverbs 18, 24, 18, 24, so Proverbs 18:24. there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Amen. This is our Jesus, sticks closer than a brother. He, he never leaves us. He's always there. He does amazing things for us. I'll go into one of the greatest things that Jesus as a friend does for us, you know, apart from what we know, the sacrifice, there's something that he does that really touched me as I was reading that word. Uh, so he's closer than a brother. 
he's closer. I mean, sometimes I don't speak to my brother all the time. I only have one brother back home, and I don't speak to him all the time. I know he's well, and I love him, but I speak to Jesus more than I speak to my own brother, you know. That says it all. So Jesus is companion, Jesus. You're never lonely when you're with Jesus. You could be in your, in your home, praising, speaking to Jesus, and just feel more joyful than if you had lots of people around you. So praise to his name. Um, and then I'm going to talk about some a char characteristic really, really particular of Jesus as a friend. Jesus is also an intercessor. Do you know that Jesus actually prayed for us before he left? Before, before the hour came. Jesus prayed for us. And this is something I really like about the friendships in, in Christ, that we pray for each other. Because the word says that if one suffers, we all suffer. And if one rejoices, we all rejoice. So we're one, we're one. And this is really, really important as friends to pray for each other. And as I was saying earlier, he gave us a model of prayer. He gave us, he showed us how we can pray for our friends. So um, we're gonna go to John 17 to uh, understand that a little bit better. John 17, and we are going to start on six. So from six to eight. Six to eight, okay. Um, so just before that, uh, I also looked up the meaning of the word intercessor, and it says it means the act of intervening on behalf of another. Okay, so um, John seventeen six nine. I have so the title of this word is the prayer of Jesus, and it says, "I have revealed you." to the ones you gave me from this world. They were always yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you. For I have passed on to them the message you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came from you and they believe you sent me. And then from there, we're going to move to John 17, 11. Now I am departing from the world. They are staying in this world, but I am coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name. So that, so that they will be united just as we are. And then we move on to 20, so same, 17, 20. I'm praying not, for only, not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message, and we carry on till 23. I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. I have given, I have given them the glory you gave me, so they may, may be one as we are one. 
and yeah, we'll stop there. Um, this is this is amazing. This is Jesus actually asking the Father for us, praying for us. But there was one uh, particular request from Jesus. He was asking for unity. He was asking that. So the Holy God, the one that created the whole universe, the one that moves mountains, the Almighty, and then Jesus who raised from the dead, the one that healed the blind, the one that um, raised Lazarus from the dead, and you and me, we all became one. So we're talking about holy, powerful, almighty, and us. So different levels, completely different levels. But that through Jesus, now we can be at the same level. And this was Jesus' prayer, that we can be all one in them. Just as they were one, because God and Jesus, the communication, the connection, Father and Son, it was perfect. And Jesus wants to bring us to that perfect place as well of communion and intimacy with the Father. So that was his prayer. There was another prayer on John 17, 12. John 17, 12. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that no one was lost except the one headed for destruction, as the scriptures foretold. We carry on until 15. Now I am coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world, so they would be filled with my joy. I have given them your word, and the world hates them, because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Okay, so now Jesus is talking about protection. Jesus experienced the world. Jesus saw the things in the world. Jesus saw evil in the world. And because he loves us so much, you can even tell by the tone of his prayer how much he was really asking the Father to, please, Father, please look after them, protect them, because I've seen all the things that happen in this world. And I don't want them to go through that because they're my friends, because they're my lovely brothers. I don't want them to go through that. So this is Jesus asking for, um, for us to be covered, for us to be um, kept apart from the rest, you know. When I look at the gospel and I look at the world, you know, and salvation, I just imagine like a, like a bottle of water that's been stained with ink and there's lots of little particles in there and the water is still the water but it's got dirty you know and and it's like we're living in that water but we are the water without the without getting the ink you, i don't know if i'm making sense with that example but it's like we're there but we're not there we're part of that water but we're not so jesus prayer was that we we, were, we, we stay safe, we stay safe. And that's why his blood, for example, it's a way to keep us safe, you know, it's a way to stay protected. Then we go to um, 
1716 They do not belong to this world more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you send me into the world, I am sending them into the world. And I give myself as a holy sacrifice so that they can be made holy by your truth. So now Jesus is talking about, so another request is, can they be sanctified through me, Father? Can they be made holy through me? So it's what I was explaining earlier. We come from a different nature with Jesus somehow. You know, he is perfect. He is holy. We, we came from that Adam nature. But now through Jesus, we belong to that same nature. Now through him, we can be holy. And in fact, again, in the prayer, we were mentioning that about now we have the nature of Jesus. But it's through him that we have been sanctified. You know, the word sanctification in Greek means holiness. So you and me can also be called holy because of Jesus, because Jesus prayed to the Father, because Jesus ultimately wanted the will of the Father to be done. And it's the will of the Father that we sanctify as well, that when we go, when he calls us, we're clean, we're ready. We're ready because of the sanctification. So this, is, this was a really, every single part of this prayer, I just see a Jesus that's desperate for her friends, a Jesus that cares so much for his friends, that he is asking the Father for every single thing that even we do not know about, that we do not see, but because he, he lived in the supernatural. He knew that all these things would be important for our spiritual life. And now we know, and I'm touching on this subject because we need to remember this truth, you know. We need to remember these little things because that's what keeps us steady in the Word. That's what keeps us steady in our walk with Christ. So we have been sanctified. And then finally, we have John 17, 24 to 26. Um, Father, I want this whom you have given me to be with me where I am. Then they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. O oh, righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do. And these disciples know you sent me. I have revealed you to them and I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them and I will be in them. This is a wonderful scripture. He says, I have revealed you to them and I will, I will continue to do so. So before he left, he knew he, he would carry on, you know. It, would, it wouldn't be just, that wouldn't be the end. That would be just the beginning of where now we would be able to see him, uh, to experience him. But it also says, your love for me. So 
then again, God's love for Jesus would also be on us, would also be in us. And when he says will, will be in them and I will be in them, it doesn't say I will be in them until they're 40 or until they're 50. I will be. It's like a constant. It's permanent. I will be. I will remain in them. So again, what Jesus is doing here, he's praying for that unity, that sanctification, that protection, but he's also praying for, so that we can experience what he's about to experience with, with God, you know, that eternal life. He's praying that none of us gets lost, that none of us gets deviated from where we're meant to go. This is a good friend, you know, a, a friend that prays like that for you really loves you really loves you and I can only tell you that Jesus loves us like nobody else does. Amen. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Uh, and then we go to John 15. John 15. 15:13. John 15:13 again so talking about the love of Jesus for us and the greatest representation of his love is the sacrifice of the cross. And, it's, and he says here, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for being the good friend that you even gave your life for us, your friends. That even before he knew us, he knew that we would exist. He was already praying for us. This is wonderful. No greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And then we go to Romans 5, 10, 11. 5, 10, 11. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies. So this is really important. We were actually enemies of God when we were in the world. But through Jesus, the friendship has been restored. And you can see from all the verses I've read here today how important God sees friendship and how much he, he really puts friendship in us, in our special place as a relationship, you know? So this is a wonderful thing that, the, you know, the opposite of friends is enemies. And as we were enemies, as we were in the world, we were enemies of God. But Jesus is the good friend that reconciled us he put himself in the middle and he said, no, dad, hold on, daddy. They've been, they've, they were innocent. They were naive. They were deceived. Please, I intercede for them. I intercede. I go on behalf of them to say, please forgive them for what they've done. May my sacrifice be enough. This is what your good friend Jesus does. Amen. Amen. Romans 5, okay, we've done that one. And then we're moving to John, back to John. Um, John 15. 1416, um, you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confine, confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the father told me. So again, Jesus is putting us in a, in a very special place where he says, I'm not, I'm not your master. Yes, I am your role model. I am your example. I am telling you the things that you need to do once I leave. But I'm also telling you the secrets. And we tell secrets to friends. 
and he revealed the secrets of the Father because he confides in us. Jesus actually trusted us with something so precious, like the mysteries of the gospel and the, and the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven because he trusts us, because he sees that we have the potential to, to be carriers, to be messengers of his word. That's why he has called us to go out. He trusts that the things we will do will glorify him. It, isn't this wonderful? I think we're looking, at, we're looking at Jesus and we're looking at ourselves here and we're seeing all this glory, but at the end of the day, he wants us to be in the same level. He doesn't want us to be, um, to even, he doesn't want the disrespect, of course. He is a friend and we, and we owe him all respect and obedience. And that's why he's saying at the beginning, you are my friends if you do what I command. So this is really essential for this friendship to work well. Jesus is the good friend. Let me tell you, Jesus will never betray you, will never let you down. But he's asking the same for us. And he says, it's not impossible because I've prayed for you. I pray for every single thing that you're going to need to be my good friend as well, to, be a, to, be, to have that friendship with me and the Father. So that's, that's the one thing Jesus is asking for, from us. And that's why he's saying, I've given you, I've told you the secrets of the Father. I've revealed everything. He says everything. He doesn't say, I told you this and this. He says everything. Can you imagine that through Jesus, we can actually know everything that's going up there in the glory? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And then, as on that last bit where it says, um, I have told you everything the Father told me, what Jesus wanted there as well was that we could be close to the Father, that we could have that intimacy, that we could um, relate to him as a father. He didn't, just, he didn't want us just to call him, to see him as God and the powerful and the almighty, but he wanted us to see him as the father. And he wanted us to see him as the loving father that he is. And sometimes I think that God's love for us is impossible to describe. I have very loving parents and I love them very much too. But I know their love is not as big as God's love for me. And that is a very, very important thing that you have to remember. God loves you as his child. God loves you as a father. You know, in fact, he loves you so much that when you are down, when you have a problem, God does the impossible for you. God sees your cry and God finds a way where there was no way. He speaks to your boss on your behalf. He speaks to the person that's going to interview you and he gives you favor in front of them. He heals your illness through Jesus. He moves the mountains. He opens the seas. How much does God love you to do all these things? I don't think we, we can describe that. But we can accept that love. 
We can accept that love, that he loves us so much. He sent his son, his own son for us. And now we can be one with them. This is how big the love is. And, and that's why I was so grateful. Because of friends that love Jesus. And, and want to be Jesus' friends too. And in fact, I want to pray for one, every one of my friends here. All of you, dear brothers and sisters. I want to pray and I want to thank God for your lives. For your encouragement. For your prayers. For your lives. For everything that God has for your lives. I thank God for every one of you. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we will all see each other in the glory one day. Amen. 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 There's something else I feel in my heart. I feel like we need to pray here as well as friends for each other. Sometimes we come with things that we don't want to say to, we don't really want to speak publicly. But what I was thinking is we could actually be in the unity if we could maybe all hold hands and just pray for each other. Just pray what the Spirit is giving you. You see, this prayer of Jesus, when you can, read the whole 17, John 17, and you'll see what a true friend is. If you really want to be a true friend, you can pray for your friends. You can pray for the needs of that person, you know, and you can thank God for that person as well. Sometimes it's not just the prayer of asking and asking, but also thanking God. Thanking God. Amen. So, um, I don't know, could we just go on unity? I feel like there's so much unity this morning. Like, we, we really um, belong together. Um, so, somebody want to <laughs> hold my hand? <laughs> Nobody wants to be my friend. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's just pray for each other. Pray what's in your heart for the person next to you. Or... Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray for my sister here. I pray for more fire of the Holy Spirit to put out on her life, Lord. I pray for strength in her ministry, Lord. I pray for, uh, for her family, Lord. I pray for every need that she, she's going through right now, Lord. I pray, I pray Lord, for the blood of Jesus. She may be sanctified, Lord. She may be made new, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I pray for my sister here, Lord, as well, that we stay in this unity, Lord, that nothing will ever take her away from your presence, Lord, that she will, be, will carry on to be a woman of God. To be strong in you, to be to be a servant of your house, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We pray for every single friend in this house. We pray for every need in this house, Lord. We pray for every every person that is going through illness, through disease, through through sickness, Lord. We pray, Lord, that they will experience the mighty of your power, the healing power of your of your love, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that we must stay in unity all the time. Lord, that through you, Lord, that you've set the good example, Lord, we must stay 
united forever lord all in one all in one lord we rejoice we rejoice for you for your presence lord we rejoice for your goodness lord we rejoice for the things you left us lord we rejoice for the secrets that you have made known to us thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah thank you lord 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bring unity, Lord. Bring unity in this house. We will stay strong like this forever, Lord. And carry on increasing, increasing, Lord. Increasing in the desire for you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. 